Welcome to the Fred Dojo Podcast, the place where pro guitar players share their secrets. Visit www.freddojo.com to access online courses and free resources to take your guitar playing to the next level. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Greg O'Rourke here. We're very lucky at the moment to have Carl Orr as the artist in residence here at Fret Dojo. He's been busy recording shows lately with a whole host of guest artists that he's planning to bring on the show in the near future. But today, though, I'd like to share with you a very intimate solo session from Carl, all about his journey with solo chord melody and how it's impacted his relationship with the guitar as he's gone through his musical journey. So I really hope you enjoy today's show. I, I really enjoyed listening to this one myself. You're in for a real treat and quite a moving look at what chord melody can do for your playing. Now, speaking of chord melody, a quick heads up that at this time of this recording, we're actually releasing a brand new Fret Dojo course all about chord melody essentials. And this is called the 30-Day Chord Melody Challenge. There should be a link to get the course on the Fret Dojo homepage at www.fretdojo.com if you're interested in checking that out. So uh, go to that page to enroll and it'll be open for this week at the time of this recording. Uh, So yeah, hope you catch that. But anyway, this is a very special show from Carl Orr and I really hope you enjoy this session. Hi, this is Carl Orr, artist-in-residence at uh, fretdojo.com. I just want to talk about the magic of chord melody guitar, or solo guitar. Um, this has always been a, a big part of my life. The first live guitarist I ever saw was the esteemed classical guitarist John Aaron. This was in a church in uh, Newcastle in the north of England in uh, 1971 or 72. And he played, I don't know what he played, he just played this hour lunchtime recital of mesmerising music. And I was really, uh, really taken in by the the unique quality of uh, solo guitar. In this case, it was in a classical context. But there's something about solo guitar, the struggle of the person doing it. You know, there's a kind of noble struggle to get from one end of each piece to the other without making a mistake, without falling off. And there's a kind of intensity about that, um, which is 
very compelling and uh yeah I, I always was was very drawn to that kind of thing and uh indeed my first guitar lesson which was just a, a few months before that was actually a lesson in very rudimentary chord melody playing i remember the first thing we did at our first lesson i still remember how to play it it was a an arrangement of the american folk song uh, my bonnie lies over the ocean and and it was went like this cute huh so right from my very first guitar lesson i was um aware that the guitar was a self-contained instrument that could create interesting music by itself and i remember my mum listening to me practicing and she said to me you're very lucky playing the guitar because you can make a complete sound. And she said some other instruments, like the bass, for example, or the clarinet, you, you can't make a complete sound. Whereas the guitar, you can be completely self-contained. And she said, I, I understand why you're so keen on playing for long stretches of time, because it's you're making this self-contained sound. Anyway, I was always very fond of that. And I went on to uh, study um, classical guitar with my my teacher at school, a man named Mr. Paul Kay. And he um, went through classical repertoire with me. I knew right from the beginning that it wasn't really what I wanted to do, but I always loved classical guitar music. And we did pieces by Fernando Saw in particular. I remember quite a lot. And... Um, and Bach, I was always greatly attracted to Bach, and I remember um, my absolute amazement when I could play this uh, famous bourree by Bach, uh, you know, the one probably most people know. You know that one? Um and um, <clears throat> I remember being amazed that I could do this kind of complex thing with these independent lines going, and it really, um, really got me interested in in playing in an unaccompanied way. And um, by the time I was fourteen or fifteen, I was showing some interest in jazz, and uh, I think I was fifteen when my dad bought me a book of uh, solo jazz guitar arrangements by the Australian guitarist Don Andrews. And uh, I remember, like, opening up this book and just opening up the first page and just starting to play this song, and I was just amazed that something that sounded like jazz was coming out of my guitar. It was his arrangement of um, How About You, which I don't remember completely, but it was something like this. Mm-hmm. 
something like that. And uh, I was just uh, shocked to hear myself playing something that sounded so much like real jazz. And uh, yeah, I was hooked from then on. Uh, then I became aware of Joe Pass, and uh, he would play solo electric guitar. He made these famous albums, uh, virtuoso albums. Play solo electric guitar, great, beautiful arrangements with great solos in them. And um, sometimes he would play on the classical instrument, which I was playing, and it was quite revealing for me to see the classical instrument used in a way that had nothing to do with formal classical repertoire but was in a very informal individualistic way in a very jazzy sort of way uh, he didn't sound like he was using conventional classical technique and he sounded like he was maybe using bare flesh rather than fingernails but it was a great sound and I loved the intimacy and the quietness of it, and it was so quiet, you could hear his foot tapping. He sounded like he maybe had bare feet or, or like socks, you know. <laughs> and uh, you could just hear this sock, foot in a sock, just gently tapping time. He was so quiet, you could hear this gentle tapping of a, a sock <laughs> underneath it. Really great stuff, and I, I just loved that kind of quietness and intense kind of uh, intimacy of that. I uh, grew up in Australia, and uh, when I was in my early 20s, the great Ike Isaacs moved to Australia, and uh, he's a great um, solo jazz guitarist and uh, a mentor to many people, including most famously uh, Martin Taylor, who's gone on to become one of the leading solo jazz guitarists in the world and um, Ike was a, a delightful man and he was so gregarious and just wanted to be friends with everyone and he was very uh, likable quiet spoken highly intelligent man with a fantastic sense of humor and I just remember this combination of Ike's warmth and his fascinating stories and his sense of humour and his wonderful guitar playing. And he had been a successful studio guitarist uh, in the 60s and 70s in London. He played on lots of pop records. And um, he enjoyed his work, but it's quite a hard job, you know, quite a stressful job. And he said that thanks to having a uh, an understanding wife, a lovely lady named Moira, um, he was able to come home for a long day in the studio and do what he loved to do best, which was to play his solo guitar arrangements of standards and his original songs. And he became a real master of that and a world authority on that. And he went on to finish off his performing career as a member of the great Stefan Grappelli's band. Um, but he always had this solo guitar passion underlying everything. And I met him when I was 23. And uh, we were talking and I said, I can't really do solo guitar very well. And he said, well, you just need a few guidelines. Uh, and he said, just 
think of a song that you know. And I said, well, I'm learning how to play Duke Ellington's Prelude to a Kiss. And he said, well, do that then. And I said, well, I don't know what to do. And he said, well, first of all, play the um, melody and just play the bass note under each, under the melody. So I did that. Uh, Let me try and remember this. I just did that. I probably didn't do it very fluently, but he said, "Yeah, that's it. That's this. That's where you start. Play the melody and play the bass note of each chord under it." And then he said, "Okay, now flesh it out a bit." So I I tried it. Um, He said to me, play the melody clearly, play the bass note clearly, and just grab whatever notes you can in between the melody note and the bass note. And that's basically all you need to know about playing solo guitar. At least it's all you need to know to get started. So that was a great um, introduction for me. And I... Every time I do a solo guitar arrangement, I just say to myself, get the melody nice and strong and play the bass note and grab what you can in between. It's a great way to approach it. Anyways, time went on. I neglected my solo guitar playing, chord melody playing very much and really pursued my passion for being a virtuoso improviser, which I, you know, doggedly... uh, you know, worked very hard at for a long time. And they say uh, life begins at 40. And when I was approaching 40, um, I was 39, I felt myself changing quite a bit. And one of the things that changed was my desire to play chord melody guitar, to play solo guitar was reawoken. And um, I suddenly found myself playing little classical pieces that I'd learned as a kid and figuring out little um, chord melody arrangements. And um, the whole intimate side of playing the guitar just would not be ignored anymore. And I uh, was making an album at the time and I uh, recorded a couple of solo original pieces. And since then, it's been growing and growing and then in the last few years uh it's been something that I do every day I um start my guitar practice every day with about 45 minutes to an hour of 
solo guitar, which can be anything from uh, the little Bach piece that I played earlier on to uh, arrangements of jazz songs and pop songs in a jazz uh, chord melody style. Uh, for example, I, I do an arrangement of Carol King's So Far Away. I play a little bit of it for you, like this kind of thing. I love doing things like that, um, just adapting songs and do them in this, you know, jazz chord melody style. So this is something I do every day. And actually, unless I do play some chord melody guitar every day, I, I do feel a bit weird. It kind of grounds me. And there's something about the sensation of making all the sound yourself, which is very satisfying. So, yeah, I, I do that every day. And, and as I said, I feel a bit lost if I don't do it. So every time I practice, I, I play solo guitar for, as I said, 45 minutes to an hour. And then I pick up my electric guitar and, and work on some technical stuff and improvisation. But it's always the chord melody and various solo guitar things that, that get me started every day. Anyway, I think it's a unique area of... Um, musical satisfaction and you know uh i'm not somebody who's like what you would call like a real guitar head you know i, I i'm somebody who's interested in music in general whether it's um beethoven symphonies or, or or bill evans playing the piano or um or you know Ry Cooter playing slide guitar or or, or um bonnie Raitt singing a beautiful song I, I don't really care about musical styles and I, I'm not really that bothered about whether the guitar is part of what I listen to or not I would love to listen to Glenn Gould playing the piano or, or, or Yo-Yo Ma playing the cello that's that's great but um, increasingly the guitar is very important to me and I've always practiced a lot, but there's something about playing solo guitar that just brings the guitar so close to you because it's like right next to your body and it's kind of vibrating, you know. And one of the, probably the most important thing the great Ike Isaac said to me, he looked at me really seriously in the eye and he said, Carl, the guitar is your friend. And it took me a long time to really figure out what he meant by that. But I think what he really meant was if you play chord melody guitar, concentrate on at least some of the time playing solo guitar, the guitar really becomes your friend in, in, in a way that's utterly unique. Last year I played with a wonderful pianist called um, 
Jesse Milliner, who is well known for playing with Larry Carlton and uh, Lee Rittenauer and many other people. And he looked at me and he said, you're so lucky playing the guitar. And this guy's a master pianist. And I said, why am I lucky playing the guitar? And he said, well, you get to hold this instrument and you embrace it. He said, no piano player gets that sensation from their instrument, you know. And I thought, wow, that's that's, uh, something I'd never thought of before. So... Enjoy your chord melody playing. Remember, the guitar is your friend. Have a great time with your friend. Wasn't that an amazing look at solo guitar? I really enjoyed listening to Carl's story then. Um, especially uh, when he was talking about um, that book he found of Don Andrews because uh, Don Andrews was actually uh, one of my earliest and most important guitar teachers uh, myself and um, and so it's kind of cool that Carl and I have that have that connection there and uh, yeah so I really hope you enjoyed this uh, session and uh, make sure that you check out my website fretdojo.com as I mentioned at the start there is that chord melody uh, challenge course that's uh, being released this week. So uh, if you're keen to learn a few techniques to get some chord melody approaches uh, into your guitar playing, then it might be worth a look. Okay, guys. Well, until next time, thanks very much. My name's Greg O'Rourke, and I look forward to sharing another episode of the Fret Dojo podcast with you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. For lessons, resources, and free stuff to take your guitar playing to the next level, visit www.fretdojo.com.